Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Just like that, the second hour is here. Outkick 360, Friday edition. Glad you're with us. Chad, it's a Friday that feels like a Friday. Finally, Hutton. Last Friday felt like a Sunday. This Friday actually feels like a Friday. And this second hour feels like the first hour because that first hour went so fast. Did I get that right? The timing right? I'm following you. This feels like, it feels like we just got here because that first hour was so fast. It's almost like it didn't even exist, Hutton. Coming it's almost up, like we haven't even done it. It was that fast. It felt so good. We have Chad's top three most anticipated shows of 2023. It's coming up in about 45 minutes from now. By the way, this was a difficult exercise for me. Just looking really? through any list. I found, I think, uh, not many, v- not variety. Many no, no, no. It was tough to whittle it down. Variety had 47 shows that are most anticipated for 2023 there's just so many shows there's no way you're going to get even the tip of the iceberg of the amount of content that's out there because of streamers right now so to narrow it down to three and i made this hutton three original stories i say that with a caveat because there's a show title that we've all seen before okay but it's a brand new story of an anthology series that i'm excited to watch so we'll get into that later this hour We will also dive into Outkick 360's consensus top 10 quarterbacks in the NFL as we see the landscape today. That's coming up in 20 minutes. We start, though, with the matchups coming up on Sunday. 49ers and Eagles. Bengals visiting Kansas City and the Chiefs. Chad, on on paper, what does the NFL want for Super Bowl 57? What's the best possible matchup? My first guess at this was Eagles-Bengals. I think Joe Burrow, I think there's a little bit, this sounds crazy, but Patrick Mahomes fatigue to an extent. And I think people want to see that coronation. Mahomes has his ring. Burrow getting his ring a chance. Going back-to-back would be cool to see. But I also think about it and think, do you really want Cincinnati in, in the Super Bowl for a second straight year? If you're, if you're the NFL. Um, and then I thought immediately, oh, Philly's got to be the answer from a rating standpoint. Big East Coast market. You know, you want to separate the country a bit, right? You got a chance for Eagles and Kansas City or Cincinnati. So at least it's Midwest versus East. You never want to get the two West Coast yeah. teams in that game. But I went back and looked it up. The 2018 Super Bowl the Eagles won was one of the least watched Super Bowls in the last 20 years. Their win over the Patriots was the lowest rating since 2009. So it was the lowest rating in nine years leading up to that 2018 Super Bowl. So Is that, I, Nick, is that the Nick Foles effect? I, I guess. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I say that to say I believe Cincinnati would be the one the league would want in the AFC spot. Um, I don't, I don't, I'm not really sure. I, I, what do you think about NFC, what they would be rooting for? I think it's Philly because of the offense and the firepower, right? Like the, the Jalen Hurts storyline that has played out throughout the season, MVP candidate, gets hurt with the shoulder, comes back and has been on fire. And, of course, the personality aspect of this throughout the week for media day and everything else, 
A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, uh, plenty of characters on defense. There is the storyline, though, of Brock Purdy and the fact that no rookie has led his team to a Super Bowl ever in, the, in season number one and knowing that we've never seen a third-string quarterback that started uh, on the depth chart as the number three QB in August after making the roster ends up as the starter and takes the team to the Super Bowl to win it. We've never seen it before. We've seen third strings play for Super Bowl teams throughout a season, but not starting and finishing the way that Brock Purdy has the chance to do. I, I, I point to Philadelphia and Kansas City as the top two options for the NFL. We, look, we know. It's going to do massive numbers regardless. Um, I wonder who the halftime show was for that Philadelphia game that you're referencing. Where were we for that game? I'm trying to think. We've been at every Super Bowl. Because that, the, oh, also that, was, that, was Minneapolis. In, that also factors into the bump that, that you was, get from the show. I remember now. That was in Minneapolis. That was the cold weather week where we were up in Minneapolis for the Super Bowl where we did the show from Mall of America. Um, that's a good question, though. Who was the Minnesota-Minneapolis halftime performer? It was Lady Gaga in Houston the year before, I believe. It was Timberlake on this. Justin Timberlake. Yep. Okay. Timberlake. Who would have done better, Timberlake or Timber Timberland? <laughs> Timberlake. Timberlake would have done better. <laughs> when Timberland finally gets that coveted halftime show slot, we'll know that he's really made it. Um, yeah, that it's it's crazy to think that 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 Philly I would feel like is a huge draw, but Super Bowl is going to be a huge draw no matter what. And you bring up a good point. Regardless of who the matchup is, we can sit there and, t and spin narrative and talk about what the storyline will be. If it is the 49ers, the storyline is Brock Purdy as just this incredible, out-of-nowhere, underdog, yeah. short quarterback who was the third stringer who has not lost a game as a starting quarterback in the NFL. That was Mr. Irrelevant playing for a Super Bowl ring. If it's the Eagles, it's... All the chatter around Jalen Hurts this year, him coming back from injury and the perseverance, the trade for A.J. Brown, the explosive offense, great offensive line that's filled with a bunch of characters. If it's KC, it's Patrick Mahomes battling out of an ankle injury that's probably going to require surgery when the season ends. It's Kansas City trying to win their second ring with Patrick Mahomes. And then Joe Burrow, to me, is the I, – I really feel like Joe Burrow is the star now. If you're looking at star, I think he's past Patrick Mahomes as the star of the Super Bowl if his team wins this yeah, week and makes take, it. He can take over the mantle. I, I don't feel the Kansas City fatigue from, from fans. Uh, what the, we were looking at the ratings earlier this week. Jacksonville, Kansas City, the most watched game in that slot in years. It was, it was one of the most watched maybe ever Saturday afternoon divisional round game. That NBC I mean, and that had. included Jacksonville in the uh, for the right. market share of people that, love so. Trevor Lawrence's hair though. Don't discount yeah, people just tuning the, the in locks. to watch the hair, the flow. But the I think the injury status of Mahomes also plays a factor in the intrigue. Yeah, I, and if you have, I'm not going to go as far as to say against it's, Mahomes, it's complete fatigue in Patrick Mahomes. There's clearly still a lot of interest in Mahomes. I also think there could be something with the injury. I wonder how many people tuned in the moment it was, oh, Patrick Mahomes is down. You might want to turn to this game. It's going to be interesting. Is he going to come back? Almost that Willis Reed type moment where he's throwing the jacket off and yeah. he's reentering the game. That could have led to a huge spike in numbers that, that led to it having the biggest rating we've seen on a Saturday afternoon game. I, I just think 
it's not Mahomes fatigue. People still love to watch him play. It's more of a newness around Burrow. Even a year ago, it was a cool story. But that week, to me, it felt like when we were in L.A., it was more about a Rams coronation of the F those picks mantra. Yeah, the all-in shifts at the table. Yeah, this is it. They went all in. They and wanted it, to win a Super Bowl, and here they are, and favorites the in the Super Bowl. felt a year early from where they should yeah. have been, go, getting into the postseason and then making that run. Uh, but just getting in, it, it, Just period. getting in felt big. Yeah, because that was Roethlisberger coming back for his final season after they had won 12 games the previous year. Um, and then you had, uh, of course, Baltimore with Lamar Jackson coming off a, a phenomenal season only to get hurt over the final five games, just like he did this past year. And then Burrow took off midway through the year. He was coming off of the ACL the previous season. So, yeah, I think I think you're right in that if this is the chance for Burrow to grab the mantle. I personally want to see Cincinnati take on uh, Philadelphia in, in, in the Super Bowl. I'm picking San Francisco because I think that 49ers defense can hang with Philly on Sunday in that first matchup of the doubleheader for the conference championship games. But, I mean, the, the intrigue, the buzz around Jalen Hurts and Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase and A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith, and then you've got the Philadelphia defense that is as good as it comes, finished, what, 15 more sacks on the season than any other team that was closest to them in sacks against the offensive line that they're trying to piece together because they're banged up right now in Cincinnati. And that was the storyline of the Super Bowl with the pass rush on Mahomes and, uh, excuse me, on, on Burrow. And that was the storyline of their entire season last year that they, they tried to correct. It would be strength on weakness and it would be Joe Burrow with the chance to actually grab the crown instead of headed back home, throwing a post-game party for the losing team, which he said, hey, we're happy to be here. We accomplished things. This isn't a failure completely. And now they're back with a chip on their shoulder. And looking at Mahomes versus Burrow and the comparisons between the two, it was in year three that Mahomes won his Super Bowl ring. We're in year three now with Burrow. A year ago, Burrow in year two lost in the Super Bowl. In year two for Mahomes, he lost a home AFC championship game to Tom Brady in a comeback win for the Patriots in that game. That Brady team went on to lose to the Eagles in the Super Bowl in 2018. Mahomes beat the San Francisco 49ers in 2019 for the Super Bowl. So we could be looking at a rematch, Chiefs 49ers, in this Super Bowl where Mahomes won his lone Super Bowl. But to compare the two quarterbacks, it is a fascinating parallel to think that here's Joe Burrow that could win his first ring in year three as well as Patrick Mahomes. But to win that, who does he have to beat? A hobbled Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City to advance to the Super Bowl. And think of it. Cool storylines The head throughout. coaching matchups, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, but but the but Nick Sirianni, with the options that he has now, I mean, it, you want to talk about brash and cocky, seeing him on the sideline of that game against the Giants where they throttled New York last weekend. Uh, that guy's having as much fun as George Kittle on the sideline looking at the sky cam. You know, and Nick Sirianni can add his name to the list of head coaches that fans just rattle off as amongst the best in the league. Yeah, and and look, he he certainly had talent added around him, but he has lived up to the hype there. Best record in the NFL uh, at fourteen and three in the regular season. But then you also put in the fact that no one talks really about Zach Taylor 
The dude's lost one game in his postseason He's career, the quiet and it's in the one Super in all Bowl. Of this. Well, it not it not just that. Kyle Shanahan's the best coach in the NFL to not have a Super Bowl ring. Yeah, but I, but I think this, this is his, the, this feels like could be his as, moment too. As far as name recognition, Andy Reid, Kyle Shanahan, and then there's two other guys. Yeah. Oh no, I agree. But I'm saying we're looking at storyline with e- any of these four coaches to win it. Kyle Shanahan is my pick for best coach in the NFL, most highly thought of coach to not have a ring right now. And the chance to do it with a third string. And, I mean, write your name. Here's what's crazy about that. Doug Peterson. I mean, Doug Peterson won a Super Bowl with Nick Foles, his backup quarterback. Now, granted, his starting quarterback was Carson Wentz, and Nick Foles may be equivalent to Carson Wentz looking back. But that's remarkable that that guy was out of a job so quickly after having accomplished that. What, two years later? And now think about Kyle Shanahan could do this with a third-string quarterback, which would be even more remarkable than winning with Nick Foles as the backup. But think if Kyle Shanahan did that and was out of a job in two years and in San would, Francisco. How crazy that it, sounds. He would have done it by going through the NFC's top two defenses in Dallas and, San, and, and Philadelphia for San Francisco to reach the with Super Bowl. With a third-string quarterback. It helps that he has maybe the arguably the best defense in the NFL also, but doing that with a third-string quarterback, incredible. Hit us up with your thoughts. Best Super Bowl matchup at OutKick360. Coming up uh, in about 30 minutes or so, Chad, you've got your top shows, your top three shows, most anticipated. Brand new shows going into the, uh, the new year. When we come back, though, we're going to rank our definitive. The OutKick360 consensus top 10 quarterbacks across the NFL. That is next on Outkick 360. What's up, everyone? It's Nick Wright, and I got something exciting to talk to you about today. Angie, your ultimate destination for getting all your jobs done well. Now, Angie isn't just your average home services marketplace. It's a game changer with over 150 million homeowners served and a network of over 200,000 skilled pros Angie has experience and expertise to tackle any project with ease. Whether you're looking to spruce up your backyard or undergo a major home renovation, Angie's got your back. And their pros are locally based, often running small businesses right in your community. And here's the best part. Angie makes the process seamless. From researching and comparing pros to scheduling services at your convenience, Angie's user-friendly platform puts you in control. So why settle for anything less than perfection when it comes to your home? With Angie, you can trust every project will be completed with the utmost care and professionalism. So get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today to discover why homeowners across the nation are turning to Angie to get all their jobs done well. From 6th and Peabody with Yeehaw Beer and Old Smoky Moonshine, Outkick 360 rolls on across the Outkick network. Halfway through the show... Continue to chat about the conference championships coming up in the NFL on Sunday. It starts on Fox with the San Francisco 49ers against the Philadelphia Eagles, followed by the Cincinnati Bengals on the road in Arrowhead to take on the Kansas City Chiefs. We will probably see most of these quarterbacks, most, in our top 10. Chad and I have our 360 top 10 quarterbacks across the NFL as we see the landscape currently. 
And there are a few on the outside looking in that we considered heavily. We'll we'll get to our, I think we initially, Hutton, when we started discussing this, we had a list of 14. Mm -hmm. We had to whittle that list of 14 that were under consideration for the top 10 down to those 10. Um, Also, to be very clear, when you know someone doesn't see a legendary, possibly greatest of all time quarterback at number one, this is our Outkick 360 list of current quarterbacks in their current condition. Okay, so there may be a 45 year old that we acknowledge has had the greatest career of any quarterback in NFL history that may not be number one. If we're ranking what they've done over the course of their career, the list would look very different. We are looking at. Closing in on the end of the 2022 season, going into 2023, top 10 quarterbacks in the NFL. Was that clear enough, Hutton? Yes. Did I make myself perfectly clear? We'll we'll clear up any debate right here on the number 10 quarterback. uh, Just making the top 10, Dak Prescott of the Dallas Cowboys in at number 10. Because, Chad, he is good enough to get you to the playoffs. Dak will be back in the postseason for Dallas. (laughs) He's just not good enough to win at all. Good, not great, but plenty of arm talent. He's going to throw picks. He makes up for it with what they do through the run and then how he can also catch fire. He's not, to me, as inconsistent as Jameis Winston. There is a Winston quality or not a something you would brag about quality there that holds him back for me. He likes crab legs? No, he just throws okay. 10 picks one week and 10 touchdowns the next, you know? And it's just, I don't know, but he probably likes crab legs too. I don't yeah, know if who he does would steal them. I mean, with the butter, it's always yeah. delicious. I don't know if he would steal them and stand on the table um, <laughs> while doing things. But yeah, I mean, he's he was downright terrible in the NFC divisional round against San Francisco. And that's recency bias. He was excellent against Tampa Bay. But that, in and of it, in a nutshell, that's Dak Prescott. And the question is, what can they do to get him past where he is right now? I do think there's another level there. I just don't think the coaches are going to get it out of him. Dak Prescott is what I would describe as a great fantasy football quarterback. He's going to get you some rushing touchdowns. He's good through the air. He's going to get you great stats. But if I'm looking at this list, I'm thinking the top five as the, the coveted title of elite Yes. Who are the elite quarterbacks in the NFL? I really think it's probably the top four on our list. But top five, you could argue, Dak Prescott is not elite. Dak Prescott is not a guy that I'm picking to win a Super Bowl anytime soon. He showed that again with his performance against the 49ers. For that reason, he's 10th on our list. But again, he's a great option for your fantasy football team. That, that's how I view Dak Prescott right now. And being in the top 10, he's no slouch, clearly, but not elite status. Um, great for fantasy football, Dak Prescott. In at number nine, and not this past year, a great fantasy football player, Tom Brady. Uh, 45-year-old Tom Brady, our ninth best QB as of right now in the NFL. Chad, he's still doing Tom Brady things. He still has a lot left in the tank, believe it or not. He's throwing a lot. He's passing a lot. He's passing more than any quarterback in the NFL the past two years. He's reset his own record for pass attempts and completions in a season this past year in Tampa. He needs a run game and an offensive line, but he is still a quarterback that can win another Super Bowl. The GOAT can go get another championship ring in the right spot. And he's in the top 10 because he would take, I would take him over a number of QBs, possibly even if you're saying for one year with the setting perfect, I would take him over some of the quarterbacks we're going to have ranked ahead of him right now. But just on 
talent and what we see immediately in in our not in our rearview mirror, right in front of us in the headlights. Brady comes in at number nine for us. This will be the most divisive name and ranking on our list, and I don't think it's going to be – I think it's going to be controversial on both sides in that there's going to be a number of people who say, how can you have Brady rank so low? And there's going to be plenty of people who say, how can how you have there? this 45-year-old guy who's not that great anymore that just dinks and dunks the whole game, how can you have him in the top ten uh, of the list? And the answer to that question is, it's because it's our list. That's how. That's how he's ninth. <laughs> And you can debate amongst yourselves, but that's where he will lie on our list at number nine. Number eight, Hutton. Trevor Lawrence. And I think that people will uh, think that this is way too high for the Jacksonville quarterback that caught fire at the end of the season with Doug Peterson. I'm factoring in his coach here and who he's paired with and how you know he led his team through some really miserable stretches with Urban Meyer I think he was more vocal behind the scenes than what we would have originally thought. And then the way he came out in the second half against the Chargers when they were getting boat raced, and it was because of his poor play, for him to turn things around in the middle of a game wins the confidence over for me, for his team, for the locker room, for the organization, for Trevor Lawrence. The Titans had a chance to negate any momentum he could possibly take after getting that postseason experience. And now we see the Trevor Lawrence career really begin to take off because he has a postseason win under his belt and he went to Arrowhead and played against Mahomes for the divisional round. I, I like the talent around him and I like the overall QB. I, I would take him in the top 10 and I would have done that for the last, what, three months. I would have him as a top 10 QB right now. And I'm looking at this less as talent around him or coach or set up in Jacksonville and more as Trevor Lawrence was the most surefire prospect since Andrew Luck came out into the draft. Mm -hmm. When he was drafted number one overall, there was no debate about who was going number one. It was Trevor Lawrence, and he was going to Jacksonville. He has now shown enough in that snapshot of the season where they got hot, and I've seen enough of that ability and that promise in him to put him squarely inside the top ten. That, that's, that's really simple for me, but I saw enough of his delivery on that promise of him as a top prospect to put him in the top 10 this year. And I think it's only going to get better for Trevor Lawrence. Unfortunate for the rest of the AFC well, South, but he's yes. only going to get better. And, and, and you're going to see, uh, this is a AFC heavy list that we've put together. Which is no surprise. Right, yeah. So Lawrence, for you, do you think he has that next gear that gets him above, you know, Justin Herbert, if we were to do this a year later? I, I will, when we get into our top five, and we, we I think everyone them. knows that Herbert's in a top I'm, position. I'm going. I'm going to show. I'm going to tell you exactly who he's eventually going to replace. Who I believe he's going to replace in that top five. So I don't want to spoil it just yet, Hutton. Herbert's a great comparison. Maybe it's him. But when we get into that top five, I think there's a clear answer to who Trevor Lawrence could take over that spot eventually and move into the top five. Coming in at number seven, a player that took over the league. Has an MVP under his belt. He just needs to stay healthy and negotiate a contract. Lamar Jackson in at number seven for our 360 top 10 NFL quarterbacks. Look, talent, he's got it. And there's a reason why the Baltimore Ravens are refusing to just say, you know what, we're tired of negotiating. We're going to explore all options. We're non-committal. No, it's the opposite. They want him involved in their offensive coordinator search. They want him to have a say over certain personnel decisions because the offense is built around him. 
And when he is healthy, he is as dynamic of a player, not just a quarterback, but a player across the league. He can take over a game single-handedly, and the dual-threat ability of Lamar Jackson puts him just outside the top five for us. And I think if, if the availability question wasn't a question, he would probably scrape the end of that top five. Yeah. On my list, maybe yours no, too. No, I agree. But if we came to a consensus, the biggest problem with him right now is that he's missed back-to-back Decembers and Januaries as a player. And that's that's not good enough, and it's bad timing for him now that he's due his big-money contract that that's the case going into this offseason. But that's really the biggest question mark with me right now, Lamar Jackson. When healthy, he is a one-of-a-kind weapon offensively for, for, for the Ravens and really for any team he played on. He's that good. Doesn't make the trip to Cincy in Week 18 – and then immediately his players are there on the soapbox telling everyone that'll listen, yeah, we want him back. He needs to be the starter. They need, they need to get him under contract. There's no controversy about whose team it is in Baltimore. It's Lamar Jackson's. Just outside the top five for us, in at number six, Aaron Rodgers. I believe him when he says, hey, there's a spot out there for me where I'm, in the, I'm the MVP again next year. He's, he's confident he's going to pick a spot. Maybe it's Green Bay, maybe it's not. Where he is MVP caliber yet again, and he believes he can win it for the third time in four years. So we're looking at quarterbacks right now and not career. Some might say, well, he was terrible this last year, so what are you talking about? One bad year and one down year is not enough to me to take away from back-to-back MVPs. For Aaron Rodgers. I believe Aaron Rodgers is due his Brady change moment. Brady looked dead in New England with those receivers, with that protection. Mm -hmm. That final game against the Titans in New England where his final pass was an interception thrown to Logan Ryan. That guy looked like he was seeing ghosts during games. He was getting rid of it quick and throwing it away, throwing it at the feet, uh, playing pepper with receivers the entire time. Looked like he was done. And guess what happened? He went to Tampa, scenery, New supporting cast, what'd he do? He was great. They won a Super Bowl. I think Aaron Rodgers is due that moment. I think if they, if he gets traded to the right spot, he's right back in the top five. He's on the edge of it right now on our list at number six, but he's one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL a year from now if given the right opportunity and the right supporting cast. That's why Aaron Rodgers is at number six on our list. Well, pair him, I mean, Think about him being paired with Devontae Adams again. Yeah, and the then Raiders. add in Darren Waller and that just hypothetically Josh say Jacobs, that they, maybe. Yeah, say that they bring Josh Jacobs back under on a contract. And if they don't, you know, they, they can still run the football in Vegas. And, you know, he's paired with McDaniels, who is going to play a similar and call a similar style offense to what Rodgers is going to want. And a, a talented defense that can rush the passer and get the ball back for you. I'm telling it's a, you. It's a very good fit. The right spot. It, it, it could be the Raiders, could be the Jets. Wherever that spot is and that fit for Aaron Rodgers, I think he's right back to being one of the very best, if not the best, in the NFL. All right, so let's recap our, our bottom five and our top ten, six through ten. Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson, Trevor Lawrence, Tom Brady, Dak Prescott, and our Outkick 360 top ten quarterbacks. There's your six through ten. Chad, in at number five, Justin Herbert of the Los Angeles Chargers. If we did a full redraft last year, last offseason, I'm pretty sure I would draft Justin Herbert number one overall in the league based on overall talent, 
and where I think his trajectory is going. I'm not so certain that the current staff in place is going to get him to that level. But man, he uh, uh, on third down and bailing them out, he's very good, extremely tough. He's got to be paired with an offensive-minded coach, and they're looking for their coordinator. He's got to be paired with an OC that just fits exactly who he is. And I haven't seen that so far with the Chargers, top to bottom. There's nothing not to like about his ability. The size, the running ability, uh, he's a good scrambler, the arm strength, the accuracy, everything about him you like. The one thing you don't like is his organization <laughs> and his team with the Chargers. That, that's the only thing holding him back, I think, right now yep. to being a top three guy in the league. But he's, he's elite. Now we've entered elite territory of top five guys in the league, and Justin Herbert's right on the edge he's there. of elite status. So the next group, here's a guy that had a prove-it year. And man, did they add some talent around him on offense and defense to put him in a top five and put him in an MVP conversation. Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts, Chad, can do it all. And he has been consistent. He's been a leader, both on the field and off. The way he conducts himself after massive performances and losses at a podium... Just, I mean, he he looks like an MVP-type player, talks like an MVP-type player, and has the chance to be a Super Bowl champion in a year where there were plenty of doubters. Now that we've got to number four on the list, Hutton, these are the two guys, Hertz, Herbert, that I believe Trevor Lawrence can supplant and get into that top five conversation. I think either one of them, Lawrence has the ability to be better than mm. those guys, and jump into that mix. Right now, we've got him at eight. I think he could be as good as fourth right now in his prime with these two guys moving out. Jalen Hurts just gets a huge bump for where we are right now with him hosting an NFC Championship game and his supporting cast, the offense that he runs. But I've seen enough. I know, I know it's a small sample size, but he was not really the problem even when they didn't have a great supporting cast. And now that he's got a team around him, he looks terrific. And he can do it all. We said with Herbert, the guy, there's nothing not to like. Jalen Hurts, I'll say the same thing. The guy can run. The guy can throw with, with power and strength. He can throw for accuracy. I like everything about him. And when you put him with Devontae Smith and Dallas Goddard and A.J. Brown and that offense and the running game support that he has, I mean – Dare I say he could be too low on this list, and there may be someone you could knock out of the top three, but we got to yeah, see we, the top three first. Well, but he's we also know that. got Nick Sirianni saying, he's, he's sitting there going, I shouldn't say this, but I'm going to. He's Michael Jordan for us. He's got his head coach saying he's MJ. Uh, not just the facilitator, but the dude. And uh, that's high praise. And that, it, that's also like putting it on the quarterback to go back it up again. And the guy has. Their losses, all but one, came whenever he wasn't able to play. And it's massive that he's not on the injury report. Good luck to any defense, even the best in the league when facing them. Number three on the list, Josh Allen. So close, yet it feels so far away in many ways. You know, they had the shootout a year, year ago in Kansas City, which was a classic. They lose the coin toss, so... Josh Allen didn't have the ball, and Mahomes wins. And this year, 
everything that's gone on through Buffalo. They were crowned the Super Bowl champs in the preseason and did everything possible except beat the hottest team in the NFL in the Cincinnati Bengals on a day where they had home field advantage and on a day where the conditions are something they brag about, not the opposite. And it made a huge effect on the overall play of that offense. Allen had a bad day. But even whenever he is inconsistent in throwing interceptions, he bails them out time and time again. The guy is clutch. He makes some of the most spectacular plays in the league. Josh Allen, number three on our list of top 10 QBs in the NFL. Look at that picture that we had of Josh Allen. I'm thinking, are, are his elbows ever going to not bleed again? I feel like for the last <laughs> month and a half, every time I see him, he's got like the Kurt Schilling bloody sock, but it's the bloody undershirt of his jersey on both elbows are just constantly bleeding. Um, he took a hit this this postseason. I mean, there's there's no way around it. I think he was in debate all year to be the top guy or the number two guy. I think he fell to mm-hmm. number three because of a disappointing performance. After his performance in Kansas City a year ago in a loss in the divisional round, we were thinking this guy might be the best quarterback in the NFL right now with how he played he in made, that game in a loss he still could be easily still could be and he's still great and yes. that's why he's third on the list he's elite don't get us wrong he's definitely elite but he's number three not number two or one well and it also uh, with Allen, like there's no doubt in my mind the guy's going to win a super bowl he's going to win a super bowl in his career with the talent that he has and, and the leadership qualities is it going to happen in buffalo maybe maybe not but i, I, I mean this this is a guy that, I mean, to reach this type level, um, expectations are he's, he's hoisting the Lombardi Trophy at some point in his career. I, I, I don't doubt that one bit. Just like I don't doubt um, what's going down through the, the top two on our list. One guy has, one guy hasn't. And, Chad, this is where we, we anoint the new guy because Patrick Mahomes is number two on our list for the top ten NFL quarterbacks right now. Mahomes is excellent. He's done nothing but show up time and time again. Banged up, bruised up, doesn't matter. Trade away Tyreek Hill, doesn't matter. He's throwing for 5,000 yards, 42 touchdown passes, and he's thrown for 5,000 for the second time in his career. Only Drew Brees and Tom Brady have done that previously. Guy's a Hall of Fame player. And we just see a, a passing of the torch with another guy that's extremely confident, cocky, brash, and cool. And that's why Mahomes is number two for us. Yeah, Mahomes has hosted five straight AFC championship games. So you're right. He has done nothing uh, but great things in Kansas City and throughout his career. But there's a new king in town. It's Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow, number one for us in the NFL quarterback rankings. Leadership qualities, um, the way he says something and you believe it where it's like the window's always open here as long as I'm the quarterback. He's right. The guy refuses to lose and go down. And for whatever reason, there are, there are ways he can pick apart a comment to make it a chip on his shoulder. His overall story of Ohio State to then LSU with Ed Ogeron, the iconic photo of the cigar in the locker room, getting drafted by Cincinnati going back to Ohio where there was talk even in the draft, should this guy pull an Eli Manning and demand not to go to the Bengals because that's where careers go to die? No, he embraced it, and they embraced him. 
the organization. They didn't draft offensive line immediately. They went and got the wide receiver that he played with, with Jamar Chase. Then he took a ton of sacks because they went with the wide receiver route instead of protecting him up front. Now they've done that, and you're seeing him flourish because they can beat you in multiple ways. He's already had the ACL. He came off of that, made it to the Super Bowl. Now it's time to go win one. Joe Burrow, top quarterback in the NFL. He is Baker Mayfield with a lot more talent that people actually like around him because reports are in Cleveland that not everyone got along with Baker Mayfield. I've never heard a bad word from a teammate about Joe Burrow. They love the dude. They love how cocky he is. They love his swagger. And more than anything else, they love his ability. And full rights for people to come back on Monday if he lays an egg in Kansas City and looks terrible and Patrick Mahomes beats him on one leg to say, you guys got it wrong. Mahomes is one and number two. But I am so confident that Joe Burrow is not going to lay an egg in this game because of who he is in the biggest moments. He's the most clutch quarterback in the NFL, bar none. And I think he's going to go out. Cincinnati may lose, but it's not going to be because of Joe Burrow. He's going to play great in this game. I'm that confident in that happening, and that's why I'm very confident with our ranking of him at number one. And I I said last week, going into the weekend, on Monday, the storyline we're talking about, Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals. Because the headlines on Monday this past week were, uh, Cincinnati's put everyone on notice. Burrow did that a year ago with what he did throughout the postseason. And sometimes he can put up some gaudy numbers, but the guy can go blow for blow in a dogfight with anyone. And he can be hobbled too and play through it. I, I respect him. I think the NFL does. And look, I think he wins uh, a Super Bowl this year. And pretty much everyone will follow this list at that point, Jack. Yep, yep. I think, I think we will be rewarded, Hutton for the week of the conference championship games of going ahead and anointing Joe Burrow number one because he is going to prove us to be prophetic by the end of the Super Bowl when the Bengals win it. Number 10, Dak Prescott. At nine, Tom Brady. Trevor Lawrence in at number eight, followed by Lamar Jackson and Aaron Rodgers. Those are six through 10. Your top five, Justin Herbert, Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, and Joe Burrow. We left some names off the list. Who should we have included? You can hit us up there at Outkick360. Chad has a definitive top three list of new shows that are worthy of you watching in 2023. He lists those sports next on Outkick360. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Coming up, we'll give our picks for this weekend's matchups in the NFL. Outkick 360 rolls on across the Outkick network. Chad, you have your most anticipated new shows for 2023. And it's just a a quick trio of shows. And we'll start with number three and work our way up top. We want to make people excited, right? We want to get people excited about the upcoming year in, in entertainment. Uh, my most anticipated show is Succession whenever it comes back, but that's not a new show. So I'm going with original material first airing of these shows and we're going to start at number three 
with a show that's coming on Prime Video on March 3rd. The name of the show, Daisy Jones and the Six. What is Daisy Jones and the Six about, you may ask? Well, if you liked Almost Famous, and I love Cameron Crowe and most everything he's done, I think you're going to like Daisy Jones and the Six. It's based on a best-selling novel from 2017. It follows a 1970s rock band throughout the Laurel Canyon music scene. So think a little bit of Almost Famous mixed with a semi-biographical telling of Fleetwood Mac in the 70s with behind-the-scenes drama with bandmates as romantic partners, as fights happen as they go on tour. I think this is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, Marilyn Manson's going to get involved. No, I don't. I don't know about that. Um, <laughs> Who stars it, in this? I, Riley Keough. Okay, I think is the, the name. It's, there's no big stars. They, in no, it. They, some look familiar. Just, she's she's the biggest one. Um, but I'm excited. I'm excited to watch this. I like that time and place, that setting. So that's number three on, on my video. list. Prime video on March third. Number two shows I'm most excited about watching. This is a, a title that you've heard before, but a completely new story. True Detective is back. Night Country is the new True Detective series. It stars Jodie Foster. This is going to be a I'm pair out. of... <laughs> it's like, and scene. No and Matthew McConaughey. I think of no, Nell, and I'm out. No Woody Harrelson. Uh, no. But here, here's the thing, Hutton. Don't, sorry, don't, sorry. <laughs> don't think Nell. Don't think... Uh, what was it? Panic Room <laughs> she was in? Don't think Panic Room. Think Silence of the Lambs. Okay where she's the detective, and she's talking to Hannibal Lecter, Anthony Hopkins, the entire time. This is her return to detective work. The show is set in Alaska. I'm going to read you a quick synopsis of the show and tell me you're not interested in this. Um, this picks up after the long winter night falls in Ennis, Alaska, as six men that operate the Arctic Research Station vanish without a trace. To solve the case, detectives Liz Danvers and Evangeline Navarro will have to confront the darkness they carry in themselves and dig into the haunted truths that lie buried under the eternal ice of Alaska. I'm in. This sounds very uh, much in line with the spirit of the original season of True Detective, and it starts with six people vanishing it sounds great. out of nowhere. It sounds great. You just mentioned the wrong actress for me. Yeah. Do you think she regrets now? Maybe. Do you think... Uh, who would have excited you? Jessica Chastain in the lead role? I'm trying to think of the actress... Of this vintage Many. that would have would have would have uh, excited you, Many. but I'm excited about another True Detective that's coming in later this year to HBO. It'll be a premiere HBO Sunday night show whenever it comes out. Show number one for me, Masters of the Air. This is the third installment of the Steven Spielberg, Tom Hanks led anthology series about American servicemen and women during World War II. This one will focus on the Air Force. And it's going to be awesome. Austin Butler, who earlier this week was nominated for an Oscar for Best Actor for portraying Elvis, is one of the stars of this series. This is one that has me very excited. If you liked Band of Brothers and if you liked The Pacific, if you didn't like it, then I can't be friends with you. But if you like <laughs> both of those, you are going to love this. I will love this. Steven Spielberg and Tom Hanks' direction, true life stories of the Air Force uh, during World War II. This will be on, uh, not on HBO. The first two series were all on HBO. This has been picked up by Apple TV+. Plus. I know Tom Hanks has a long production deal with Apple TV. He did a movie that went straight to Apple TV at some point, and he's doing some other things, so this is part of that deal. 
but very excited about Masters of the Air premiering sometime later this year, 2023. So those, are the, those are the three new shows that I'm most excited to check out yeah, this year. Of I'm, those three, what are you most excited Masters about? Masters of the Air. But I'm also in like this Top Gun mindset, yeah. right? So I like want to watch a, that movie Devotion that has the guy yeah. we interviewed in it that's yeah. in Top Gun. I've that's heard about pilots. great things on that too. Yeah, I, when, when there's a run on a certain theme or genre, I normally fall, fall in line with that. Separate of my top three list right now, I would like to make one point here. Earlier this week, Oscar nominations came out. Okay. This, this past Tuesday, the Oscar nominations came out. Um, just do the damn thing and give Top Gun Maverick best picture. Do, I dare you. I dare you to the Academy, do what the people want and what America wants and give the Oscar for best picture to Top Gun Maverick. It won't happen. They'll give it to one of these three movies I've never even heard of. One of them is called Women Talking. Uh, the Triangle of Sadness is another one of them that I'll never see just by the title alone. Is I'm not going to see it. Avatar in this? Are Avatar not, is uh, one of them. That would be one that out. would at least be a popular movie watch that out. they give it to. Uh, Did they I'm, win at the, the previous I'm time? I'm not going to like that. The, the one that's getting a lot of buzz, because I, I posted this earlier this week and said, just do it, you cowards. Give it to Top Gun, is people seem to love everything, everywhere, all at once, and that's up for, for Best Picture also. That is just very creative type action movie. So we'll see, Hutton, but my money is on Top Gun Maverick. I hope they make it happen, and it wins Best Picture. How can it? I say how can it not, but... Well, it, it's not because it's not. They're going to see it as not the most, you know, artistic of the selections that are out there. I just think it's so pure in its execution. Yes, that I, I well, have. And they, I have to admire it. Made everyone that the, watched it feel something. They put in the work. It's the least divisive movie that I can remember in a long time. This movie brought America together, regardless of political and, affiliation or religion they, or anything. Everyone felt something and when they, they watched held Top it for theaters. Which I love. They held it for two and a half, three years yeah. after shooting to make sure people could go watch it in theaters. Which is probably why it feels like every movie is around this theme, right? Yeah, it, it gave me hope uh, in movies and the ability to go back to theater. But then, of course, Avatar 2 comes out and it blows Top Gun Maverick out of the water. That's what worries with me about sales. this. And I'm like, okay, well, people are just dumb. I still have not seen or talked to anyone who's seen that movie, Avatar. I don't, I don't, care, I don't care to. I know, but that's what I'm saying. I don't want to. Highest grossing, but I don't want to talk about it. I just don't even want to talk about it. I'm completely shut off to Avatar. We dive into the headlines on this Friday edition. We will get you ready for kickoffs of both the NFC and AFC championship matchups. It's going to be a fast final hour coming up on Outkick 360. Hang with us.